0: Welcome back to the cozy room. She got a cozy room. It's me, Shan. This is the cozy room. And I hope you guys had a good day. Today was long. Today was like one of those days where... You're looking at the clock. And you're like, damn. It's only such and such. But I feel like I did a hundred things already. And it's only such and such. I took hella breaks at both jobs today. (sighs) I had to boost out myself plenty of times today. I had to walk away from people plenty of times today. And... Tonight, only had to pick up one midget, gave her a bath, took a shower, got her out the tub, brushed her teeth, lotion her ashy butt, and she's in her bed. And, you hear that? Silence It's silence. Ari's is not here. Appreciate it. Which brings me into my topic, co-parenting goals. Hmm, what the hell are those? So, you know, this new co-parenting thing is new for me because I never had to do that with Anya's daddy. We don't share Anya and no addict of splitting it down the middle Anya has been primarily my child, my mother's child, my best friend's child, my best friend's best friend's best friend's best friend's friend's child, friends who don't have a kid's child, um, my cousin's child. I mean, Anya is the family child, primarily because, you know, her dad is just immature, really wasn't expecting him to come correct in the first place. So I was prepared to do it by any means necessary myself. So now, fast forward, Anya is no longer a baby. Anya is four years old. She's a curious, smart four-year-old who has questions. And, you know, her father is not consistent. He doesn't see her consistently. He doesn't talk to her consistently. Nor does he financially take care of her. And the day when he wants to get completely correct in his adult life. I hate it for you, player. I feel sorry for you. Because how far you're backed up and supporting Anya in every way. Is gonna hurt you but every day is a new day for him i'm not saying i have you know belief in him that hey tomorrow he's gonna get it i don't it's going to surprise me and i'm one of those people and i don't care who you are you can't tell me what you're gonna do you can only show me what you're gonna do um i really don't talk to him verbally on the phone, on purpose, because I feel like I'm talking to a brick wall. Um, I jokingly call him Anya's quote-unquote brother because he acts like a older sibling that ever so often may talk to a child or see a child, so I treat him as such because I can't see him as an equal because he has never even came to a quarter of how I am as a parent for Anya. Um, he doesn't get it and I think he doesn't want to get it because if he gets it it's going to show him a reflection that he doesn't want to see but moving on besides that Anya is very t- well taken care of she has a lot of people around that love her a lot of people long distance that love her I love her I do my best Um, what else can I say about Anya she's She's a really good four-year-old. Now, the behavior thing, coming from her... So, coming from her being raised by my mom and I for the first three and a half years of her life, my mother doesn't believe in discipline. She never had me growing up in a house of four to five boys. It was like... A constant kid's house. So as a parent, I'm completely different. I believe in discipline. I believe in kids supposed to get these hands. Kids supposed to get that belt. And that brush is not only going to brush your curls. It's also going to, you know. Yeah, I believe in it. So, you know, it's new for Anya. This year, the end of last year has been brand new for Anya. in these hands, boy, boy. But um, I'm disciplining her for the right reasons. So funny, yesterday, um, you know, Ari and Anya, they go to Ari's grannies while I work and her dad works. And Anya, you know, just has a really bad habit of not listening, wanting to have the last word. And uh, Ari's granny, she knows. She really has short patience and she believes in... Um, whoopings, and I don't mind her doing that because I don't want Ayn to, you know, treat anybody like a pushover because my mom, and I swear to you, I wish she believed in whoopings because I just have this attitude where, I mean, like, you can't tell me no, and if you tell me no growing up, I'm going to find a way to do that thing that I want to do, and there was no, there was never any consequences uh, behind that. And if there were, it was like one of my brothers trying to beat me up. And we both end up just fighting each other. And my mom's just sitting, you know, on the couch watching her stories. Nobody has any say-so. My mom doesn't want to say anything. She's going to act like she doesn't see or she doesn't hear. Whatever. That's that's me growing up. I'm not about to do that. You're not about to go ham in my house like you're paying bills and we going half on some rent. Nope. Not here. Not doing it. So, um, you know, I, she called, you know, she texts me and she was like, you know, I can't take it. I made up my mind, you know, she doesn't listen. You know, I don't think I'm going to watch Anya anymore. And I'm just like... So I called her because I was at my second job. I'm just like, what's going on? She was like, she had company. You know, Anya wasn't listening. She was running, jumping up and hugging them, just on them. And, you know, she shouldn't be acting like that. And she's just not listening. You know, she doesn't know them. They're strangers, you know. And, you know, she just should know better. And I'm just like, wait a minute. I said like, last year, Anya was three. This year, she's four. Anya is not around strangers. The first time Anya had to like go outside of a house for somebody to watch her was the end of last year. Me having weekend sitters or me having um, Ari's granny watch her. Other than that, she was in the house. And there really wasn't any other kids here other than her cousins coming over sometimes. So you have to have patience and directing a child on what she can and cannot do or if it's a boy what he can and cannot do but if you don't have patience to do that let me know and that's understandable I'm not saying you have to you don't have to do anything but if I'm sending both of my children somewhere to be watched for long hours of the the day I do understand it and they're having Someone is having a problem with one of them. Then both of them have to be somewhere else because they have enough. Them having different parents, they spend enough time separated. So I'm not about to separate them from who watches them too. Like I'm not about to make two stops early in the morning when I wake up at five a.m. to go to work with little kids. I'm not about to do it. So I talked to her. You know, she was like, you know, it was just. Not a good day, boils down to it, um, you know, we'll work on it. So I've been working on it where I am. So she's been on a no tablet, no toys, no candy, no Play-Doh in the house, just straight. Here's the books you can read today. When you're at Granny's, this is what you do, this is what you say, if she tells you to take a nap, you take a nap. You know, it's not really a discussion. And just really have that conversation with her. And she got these hands. And, you know, today was a better day. Today was a better day. So that's cool. Um, at the same time, I had to text right, is that? And I was like, hey, your mom is saying that, you know, she doesn't want to keep on you anymore. I'm just giving you a heads up. If that does happen, then, you know. Ari is going to be going to a daycare and that's going to be a lot more money because I do pay, you know, his mom to watch the girls. So he was like, man, y'all killing me through text. Usual. I expected. All right. Now let's go into the differences between Aya's dad and Ari's dad. Ari's dad has always, since Aya been three months and I introduced them. When I came back to Atlanta, has always stepped up as a good male figure in front of Anya, and I do appreciate it. I never asked him to do that, but when I first met Ari's dad over thirteen years ago, that was like one of the main things that made me appreciate him is the fact that he never put anything in front of his children. And still to this day, not the case, like anything else can be sometimesy, anything else can be blown in the wind, anything else can be up in the air, but his kids is never up in the air. And I really appreciate him, you know, making sure Anya is okay, doing for Anya, spending time with Anya, letting her drive around my neighborhood in the truck with Anya, you know, just really being hands on with her so she doesn't feel like she's, you know, missing that piece of not having a father around. And, you know, Anya doesn't see the difference between him being Ari's daddy and what he's for Anya. And I, I appreciate that and I know he doesn't have to do it, but he does it. And that's a good thing that I've always liked. Even before there was Ari, he he doesn't treat her any different. Um, disciplining wise, you know, he would tell her just like he would tell Ari to not do something or not say something, or don't sit on you know men's laps, or don't do this, or this is what you should do, or Anya, come try this, or what should we get Anya for you know her birthday, or what you doing with Anya, or do you want me to come by and keep Ari so you can go do something with Anya? Just really thoughtful, and I do appreciate that. And I mean, you can always point out things that you don't like, about how somebody does something. You can always point out the things that you do like. And I choose to focus on the things that I do like, the things that I don't really like. I don't really stress it too much unless it gets really annoying and I have to have a conversation with him about it. But as far as like co-parenting with Ari, it's just really tricky because, you know, his way of living in his house is completely different from mine. I don't have um someone I'm in a relationship with as a boyfriend girlfriend in my house he does I don't have um older children like teenage wise he does I don't own a house he does uh you know I don't work from home he does so it's 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 you know different but you know we try our best to make it work and then On top of that, us coming from being a certain way with each other. uh, I'm not even going to say relationship-wise because I don't don't call what we are a relationship because it's not compared to what people quote-unquote call it. It's kind of like an understanding and it has to change now. And I feel I feel like that's hard for him. So it's certain things that he does understand, and I feel like he does understand it. He just doesn't want to do it. As so why I was like having boundaries. Things you cannot ask me. Where'd you get the money? Things you can't ask. Where you at? What you gotta do? Why you need a day off? Who's with you? You know, like shit like that. I'm just like Doug. I don't ask you those things. Like when you leave my house. Or when you drop off Ari. I don't ask you those things. So I don't want to be asked those things either. Now if you tell me those things. Then that's you offering information. But just know you're a grown man. I'm not asking you that. And I just want like the same respect. Yeah so I'm just like. I don't want to be asked those things. So that's something we're working on. Um, I tried it to have like. Time where we have a talk about it. Time where we don't have to communicate primarily through text because our schedules are really tight. Time where you know if it's a good vibe. Let me bring this up so we can talk about it in a adult manner, a parent like manner, and it it's either it gets skipped over. He doesn't want to talk about it. He changes the subject or he calls it out with a, all right, good night. Um, And I feel like mainly because he knows I'm right about a lot of things. Um, I just want to know, like, does good co-parenting exist? Now, do I have friends with kids? Yes. And most of them are in a relationship. I don't want to be in a relationship right now. Like, that's a whole whole other thing. Um, it would be nice to share the responsibility, you know, within the same home so I can get you know, it's so like I have four hands instead of two. Um, but as far as like trying to consider an a grown man's feelings right now or his needs right now, or spending quality time right now, I don't have it. I don't have the patience. And to be honest, I don't feel like I'm missing aspects of a man romantically in my life right now, like that's so blocked out, that door is so locked that I'm not phased by it. I don't feel like I'm missing out, and I'm cool with that Now, that leads me to the next thing, like, are you talking to anybody? We are co-parenting. You cannot ask me if I'm talking to somebody, but he does. And because he does and he like looks at me in a way where he's trying to see if I'm gonna lie. Because I'm not talking um to anyone, I'ma tell him, no, I'm not talking to anyone. That was asked to me around Christmas, that was asked to me around Thanksgiving. I'm just like, no. Like, he doesn't understand how I can just, like, cut off um, a part of what our relationship was in the past, like, so quickly without, you know, any, like, backtracking. Like, I'm focused, man. Like, when I tell you I'm so focused, I worked full-time all last year, crazy-ass 10-hour schedule, four days a week including Saturdays and I wrote three books one of the books was like somewhat written before I had Anya and I wrote three books like what I tell you I'm so focused on investing in myself um getting out of how I'm living now for a better living situation I'm so over it and to me I'm I'm not trying to do anything that doesn't serve a purpose. And the purpose right now that, you know, our dad is serving me in my life is one, being a great parent, me being fair, um, me being considerate of his thoughts, me trying to include him into ideas and Things I want to do with Ari. So he doesn't feel excluded. And to do that. I need him to understand boundaries. I need him to understand. Things that we can no longer do. But it doesn't mean. I fucking hate you. It doesn't mean that. It doesn't mean. uh, I just don't want you. Included. It just means that. I'm looking for a better way to be us for the sake of our kid. That's it. Um, It doesn't mean I don't want to see you do great. Like anybody around me, I don't care if I'm with you or if I'm not with you or if you're a friend. I want to see people completely happy. And if that means completely happy with or without me, I'm for it. Like there's... There's no ex of mine that can get married tomorrow and send me an invitation and I will not be like, hey, I'm in attendance. Like, dog. I try it. I'm just in a space where I know what works for me. I know when I'm, you know, still putting effort in to try to be something that I want. And I know when it makes no sense in to put in the effort. And I feel like that doesn't mean I have to hate a person to recognize that. You know, another thing that he has that I've always hated um, is the fact that any male I'm around that's not a family, that's not... uh, Whoever he feels like is in the safe zone of being around me male-wise, he feels like, oh they want to hit. Or, oh, they trying to do this. Or, oh, they trying to talk to you. Or, oh, they have a, a you. I can't even say the fucking word, but you know what I mean. They have a, a motive behind what they're doing. And I'm just like, it's not that. Like, he feels like my male friends or male associates that's around me, he don't want them around Ari. I don't want you mm, I don't consider any males around me to be an n-word. I don't associate with that. None of the men that I talk to friend-wise, uh, like, I I just don't consider none of the men in my life to be categorized as a n-word. Like, I don't, I don't associate with people like, any man that's in my life that I talk to, friends wise, best friends, I don't care, work with, they are on something else. I have friends who have been in jail, who have AKs, who know three different languages, who's into finance. I have friends who, you know, teach themselves how to day trade in order to make money within seconds. I have friends who, are into traveling. I have friends who are making great products that's going to provide them generational money. Like, I have friends who are males who are not inwards words that are into all types of great things, and I don't have to be in any way sexual with these males. And I just don't understand why he's so, like, gung-ho about Make sure it ain't no N-words around my baby. I don't want no N-words or none of your N-words around my daughter. I'm just like, Doug. I would never put any of my children, Anya or Ari, into harm's way based on the fact of how I grew up. I would never have them around anyone that would do them harm. And I would never, if I was dating, which I do not date. That's a whole nother thing. I do not date. Have my girls around a male that I did not trust or have them around a male when I'm not there. Like, that's not me. And I feel like when he says these things, he says it in a way where he feels like, I I don't have no sense or I'm not going to do right by my kids. And it's condescending and I hate it. And a lot of times when he gives off that vibe, or says, things like that, I back all the way up from um, them. Communication-wise, talking about great things that is happening in my life, talking about things that aren't so great in my life. I really back up from that negative energy. And, you know, new moments may arise in my life. And back in the day, he would be like the first person I want to call and tell it. Now, with... That way that he has an attitude about certain things. I don't want to tell him certain things. Because of the attitude that he comes off. He always looks at what could be a negative before he accepts a situation as a positive. And I don't want to look at any situation for what a negative it could bring. I want to look at the situation. Oh, that's good. Or just be sure that such and such. And move on. He looks at it negative, negative, negative first. And then if those negative things that he was thinking does not happen, don't want to speak on it. I'm not like that. So we don't vibe in that sense. But moving on to sharing time. This is important. Sharing time when you're co-parenting is important because... No parent wants to feel like their thoughts, their ideals, whatever they be, believe in is not being considered. Or someone is more more so the parent than the other person. Nobody wants to feel like that unless you're not pulling your weight or instance, on your daddy, but we ain't going to talk about that. Um, you know, the days where I have Ari... Um, between me and her dad would be Sunday, noon, tonight, into Monday morning. Drop them off. Her and Anya is who then is Pick them up at p.m., p- p- deal with them that night. Tuesday morning, wake up, get them dressed, drop them off, go to work, come get them p.m., Wednesday morning, drop them off. Um, when I get off of work, I like today, Wednesday, when I get off of work, I want to go pick them up. It's just Anya because her dad gets her Wednesday night. When I say Wednesday night, sometimes I may go to his mom's house and we're both there at the same time. So it's not like you have her all Wednesday. You have her Wednesday night. And to Thursday, he has her all day Thursday. Then he has her Friday morning. Brings her to me Friday morning so I can't even sleep in. And that's my off day, Friday morning. And I have both of them, Anya and her, all day. Then I work Saturdays. So he has to get her either Friday night late or Saturday morning early before I go to work, I usually have Anya's Saturday sitter, which I pay extra for. Uh, either come to the house or pick her up, or if I really don't have it, I'll take Anya to my brother's house, which is 12 minutes away from me. Um, but he had, my brother has an 18 year old and a 12 year old. There's nobody at my brother's house to be watching a baby. Um, so he has to have Ari Ari on Saturdays. Sometimes he wants to know what time I'm getting off Saturday night so he could drop Ari off because he has, quote-unquote, something to do. Um, or he'll keep her Saturday night and bring her Sunday late morning or afternoon. And then it'll start over again. I'm just like, my G. I feel like the time... That I have to have Ari are more intense than his. Only because he has three other people in his house. That can be two more extra hands. Each to him regarding Ari because they're older. When Ari's here with me and Anya. It's primarily just me. And... Uh, I don't have any, like, me time to myself because of that. I don't have a break because of that. And, like, initially when my schedule changed, I asked him, I said, hey, today I texted him, I said, could we, um, you know, share Sundays? He was like, why, what you got to do? I'm just like, well... You know, I want to do some things for my website. Uh, you know, any I, I shouldn't have a reason. That's like, first of all, that's the irritating part. I shouldn't have a reason on what I got to do. I don't ask you what you got to do. You know what I'm saying? Unless you tell me, hey, I got to do something. I don't ask you what you got to do. Let's add that to the question you do not ask me. Don't ask me what I got to do. We should be sharing Sundays I get her this Sunday, you get her this Sunday, I get her this Sunday. Because the reality is, my days with Ari are more full and hands-on than his will ever be. Because I'm the only adult in my house. So I feel like that should be considered. And every time I'm just like, hey, can we share Sundays? Man, I got stuff to do. I hate this shit. It's a drawn out complain. I'm just like, so I just texted him and I said, hey, you didn't have to do all of that. Just say, no, Chantal, that doesn't work for me. And then we can move on. And he got quiet. That was, it's simple. Simple. I think we just, you know, need to come to an understanding that what I'm asking is not hard. I'm not asking you to have her every Sunday. I'm just asking to share Sundays. Um, But he was like, Nah, today, and I'm just like, okay, cool, cool, you can't make space, I can't make space, that's noted, cool, moving on, the uh, Saturday, right now with his schedule, he has like weekends off, he works from home, so another thing he ain't got to worry about, really leaving his house, cool, my throat's scratchy, (laughs) My bad. So he doesn't really have to worry about leaving his house. So Saturdays he really wished he didn't have to have Ari so he could get more work done. Understood. I wish I didn't have to work Saturdays but unfortunately the job that really pays me money, really has all the damn benefits, really has a 401k and pension needs me on Saturdays. So until I can get myself in a better position where I don't need that, I'm going to be at work on Saturdays. Um, He would rather have Saturdays off. So if I'm like, hey, you can have Saturdays off. You just have to find somebody to watch Ari. Well, I'm not paying nobody extra to keep, I'm not giving no more money to be keeping Ari. Well, sir, you have to pick a con. Do you want to make Money, doing something else on Saturday and not have Ari? Or do you want to not be able to make any money and have Ari? You know, you have to make a decision. I make a pro and con every day. I don't want to leave my kids somewhere for 13 plus hours. I don't want to come home at 10 o'clock or 1030 after I get the girls in Atlanta traffic and have five hours of sleep just to do it again the next day. But that's what I have to do. And I do that. So, you know, deciding who was around the child is important. The way, you know, his life is set up. I don't really talk to his girlfriend like that. If I ever talk to her, it has to be like on some emergency stuff. Or, hey, this situation that is happening between me and our daddy right now may change your household type shit. But anytime time that is needed... It's really needed. So I don't really have a open communication with her about that because I'm not sending my child to her father's house to you. I'm sending my child to her father's house for her father. And if you do or not want her interacting with your kids, it's up to you. But as far as like if her dad is not around... And his girlfriend is out with Ari? No. Don't do it. If y'all don't go out as a unit, Ari doesn't go out with her. Because I don't know her like that. I don't know her friends. I don't know how she drives. I just don't know. Because on the flip side, I would never have anybody I'm with, boyfriend-wise, taking Ari out nowhere or Anya out nowhere without me. That's just not going to happen. And I I had that discussion with him, so he knows if that's the case. And I ever see Ari out, and he ain't there, we don't we we're not even gonna speak on it because it's not gonna be pretty. It's not gonna be cute. Atlanta's mad small, and if that's the case, then that's another that's another episode. Okay. Because, you know, the way that he lives is like in a bubble. Atlanta's small. You know, he don't want to sit down and have a conversation about emergencies. If there's something going on because he has one vehicle for the house, they share one vehicle for the house. If something is going on and you cannot bring Ari to me, I'm going to have to come get Ari. Nobody wants to have the conversation of what we're going to do in an emergency. So it's kind of like, the bubble is, within the bubble is his house. I offered plenty of times, hey, so you don't have to do this ride in a premium vehicle that takes hella money and gas, I will come get Ari. Never was like, can you come get Ari? Because he wants to be in that bubble. They want to be in this bubble. Okay, cool. I just don't understand why shit has to be so hard. Doing this is not hard. The way you're doing it or the things that you're dodging that is bound to happen emergency-wise when you have children makes no sense. Because, you know, she's going to have to see me one day. She's going to have to see us dealing with Ari one day. Her kids are going to have to meet me one day. And it's kind of like they're both avoiding it. But it's going to happen and I would rather address it until it comes before it comes to that uncomfortable situation where that has to happen. But hey, I offered. Doesn't want it he doesn't want it to be spoken about. He wanna act like it's cool is all is all G. Okay, then it's gonna be all G. I just there has to be a better way of being fair, um, the respect level being there. And to be honest, I feel like I have a lot more male friends of what he would call y'all N-words that give me a lot more respect than he does it sometimes. And I feel like it's coming from a place of him not wanting to let go of looking at me at a certain a certain way. Or, you know, when I met him, I was 18. I'll be 31 in June. Like, just let it go. Like, I, I understand what it is to be an adult. All my bills are in my name. Georgia Power wants their money. I give them their money. Like, I, I have a house. I have bills. I have school loans while I'm saving for two children. To maybe go to school one day. Hopefully they get a scholarship. Like I understand what it is to be an adult. But because he met me so young, he still looks at me in the aspect of he has to take care of me. And you don't have to take care of me. We we can be respectful, decent co-parents and make sure one another... Is in a good position for the kids, and that's all I want like relationship wise that's dead been dead for years like and I let that go because of what he wants i'm I can't give him because i I just can't love a person in the way that he likes to love people. I just can't do it. we're too different. I'm not saying how he is. Is bad. That's how he wants to do it. So he should find somebody equally that wants to do things how he wants to do it. Again, another conversation I'm not getting into. We're focusing on co-parenting. So is there a better way? Y'all let me know. And thank you for those two call-ins. Y'all are sweet. I really don't know how to fully work this anchor thing, but I'm learning. So I saw those two. I listened to them today. That was sweet. Thank you for calling in. I just, you know, really want all parents to find a better way of dealing with you, with one another, communicating, uh, being understanding, being open to change. Changing, not just saying, uh, yeah, one day. No, yesterday was the day. Let's go ahead and change it. For the better, though, like, there doesn't have to be any ill feelings. Like, I really don't care you know, about having a quote-unquote relationship right now. That's not my focus. And I don't know how many times I can say that's not my focus. I just want to be a great parent, be a, you know, a pusher of the youth, you know, and just be my best self, just out here doing things creatively, flourishing. I want to flourish in life like this co-parenting thing, I feel like this is a simpler way, and I'm just trying to figure out how to do it best. How we can intertwine each other's families without feeling like, oh, this is shut down or you can't go here. Like, there's no part of my life that I don't include Ari's dad. Like, he's welcome to come to my family's house. Like, he's welcome to be around my brothers. He's welcome to be around my nephews. Like. Everything on his side is very, like, down the line. And it's weird. Like, when you have kids and you share kids, you cannot live in a bubble and expect both sides of the family to flourish. It's not going to work that way. Like, I know his kids know Ari did not come from their mother. His girlfriend will never be Ari's mother like that's not it, and you know I do send you know Ari to his home so they can she can bond with her siblings and spend time with him and I don't know you know how they are together because I've never seen them interact with each other, but I know he's never gonna put Ari in you know harm's way. And, you know, he wants the best for Ari, and so do I. I just want to communicate that, mesh that, make that work for the right reasons. And when you don't have boundaries, and you don't understand the respect, and you don't understand the focus of what both parents are trying to do, shit gets in the way. Shit gets blurry. Shit gets miscommunicated. And I hate texting them because we both interpret certain things wrong. And it's not about me having someone in a position where he feel like he once was. It's not about that. Because I really don't. It's more so about that. I don't need to have that. Me doing that was always a decision. Therefore, moving forward, this is... What I want to do. I want to keep focused. On being a better parent. I want us to be better parents. I want the girls to enjoy each other. I want it to be more open to where. If you want. To have the kids together doing something. It doesn't have to be oh. Don't look that way. Or oh that's Ari mom. uh, Go somewhere else like. It doesn't have to be that. And even when he comes here, if your girlfriend calls, there is no reason for you to take the call outside. I am not phased. I don't care. And I think she probably would respect him more if you can have a damn conversation in the house where she can hear the kids and understand that it ain't shit. But you dropping off or picking up the kids or seeing the kids, that's it. But, you know, when you spend so much time keeping shit secretive or keeping shit completely separate and act like shit ain't going on, I guess you have to maneuver a certain way. But I'm open to him being more open about his life and just being in his truth. And that's what we both need. That's what I want. Every day I live in my truth. Anybody can tell you, middle school, high school, college, work life, up until now. I'm the same Chantal, same open, same honest, same, I could talk to a stranger on the street, giving you honest feedback no matter what. And the only thing that has changed with me is, yes, I'm a mom now, but everything else, creatively, still that. Everything else, focus, still that. Everything else, crossing off the bucket list of things I want to do, still that. And we can all co-parent and keep focused. It's not hard. You just have to do things with a purpose. And my purpose is not a relationship. My purpose is not uh, being petty. My purpose is not making anyone feel bad. My purpose is just open communication, and that's all I want. And I don't want anyone feeling like somebody else has some type of motive trying to get something because clearly there's nothing to get. Anything to get has been got and is here now, and we dealing. What cards you got? We dealing, okay? So let's be honest. Let's be respectful. And let's be great parents out here. Co parenting is possible. And I am here for the damn challenge. And any other parents out there listening, co parenting is possible. But if you want to move on, by all means, move on. But both parents can be great for a child. Thank you. It can happen. Both of y'all can be great. I just wanna close out by saying thank you for listening. Thank you for being a friend. No, I'm just joking. Um, you know, be great people. Find out the best ways to push your kids together as a unit, even when you're not a unit, unit, but you a unit, cause y'all got a kid that's the same. That type stuff. Let's focus co-parenting goals let's push these goals my books that i mentioned today are on my website www.whoishan.com we all are here to raise our children to be their best so let's get it you can hit me up at twitter at cozy womb cozy womb is now on soundcloud itunes podcast anchor Basically, most places where you can listen to a podcast. I'm there. I'm talking. I'm running my lips. Hit me. Leave a message. Ask a question. Email me at cozywoom at gmail.com. I'm here. I'm working. I'm busy. It is now 1.25 a.m. I will be up at 5 o'clock. Not 4.59, not 5.01, but 5 o'clock because I hate alarm. But thank you for listening. Um, I will post this on YouTube. Might be later today. I'm busy. You know what I'm saying? I'm out here living. I got things to do. And uh see you next time. We gonna make it through these kids. We gonna make it through this parenting. We gonna make it through motherhood. And most importantly, we parenting in 2018. Let's do this. Later. Good morning! This is new. What is happening? This is not an episode. This is more like a anchor update to an episode. Alright, so we're going to double back to episode 3, co-parenting. So I'm going to tell you about the day I had uh, with... Ari's dad Saturday morning so Saturday mornings he usually comes to get Ari um by 7 from me so I could go to work and then Anya goes to her Saturday sitter her Saturday sitter stays at my house and watches her he doesn't want to pay anybody um to watch Ari on Saturdays but he wants his Saturdays free that can't happen so he basically overslept. I had to leave my house by 7.30. I had to take Ari with me to work. And then he called me while I was on my way to work on the highway and asked me where Anya was. I told him. Then he asked me where Ari was and I told him. He said, why didn't you leave her? Sir! Leave her with who? No, why didn't you get up? Why didn't the conversation that when you called me start with, Hey, good morning Chantal, sorry I overslept. Um, What can I do to meet you so you can go to work? That's how the conversation should have went. Instead of it it was very like rah rah rah. Why didn't you um, take her to my mom's? Sir, your mom is the opposite direction of me going to work by 15 minutes, no. Because you woke up late, you want me to do last-minute things that'll benefit you. No, this is not how this works. You hurry up, get in your car, and make your way to my job to come get Ari. That's what your focus should be. So he was like, man, I ain't got no lights on this car. And, mind you, his brightest day is after 7.30, so you ain't got to be worrying about no lights. I don't know why he brought that up. Um, he was like, I don't have no lights on this car, and I don't have no gas to be driving all the way to your job. So, his house is 30 minutes from my house, and I'm 30 minutes from my job. Sir, I guess you're going to have to hit that two-hour ride today because it's going to be an hour to me, and it's going to be an hour for you going back home. Like, Sir. Your tone, your attitude is completely wrong for what you did. And still, two days later, he hasn't apologized. He hasn't brought it up. He doesn't think he did anything wrong. But there's more. Oh, there's more. Of course, there's more. Because his attitude is very, um, I'm in my right all the time when he's very wrong. Um, yellow light red light damn so yes I'm driving to work while I'm telling you guys this and he gets to my job they're doing construction in the front so you can't pull up where visitors usually pull up so um he has to meet me in the parking lot so when I walk in with Ari in the lobby the security sees me, and it was like where are you going with the baby so I explained to him the them the whole situation and I told him hey guys whatever you do Keep your kids in your sack because you end up with moments like these when you're trying to co-parent and one parent falls short where they can't get up on time on their day because they want to not pay out on a responsibility. So I told him that you know he's supposed to be coming to get her. I need to be uh, clocking in at 8:30, and uh, it's 8:23. When he calls me, where, where the fuck I'm supposed to come in at? Sir! Calm down. I'm going to tell you how. Just come up to the gate, hit the button, and tell them that you're a visitor, and they'll let you through. Fast forward, I got down. Um, he t- no. He texted me. His text was coming in late on his stupid ass phone. It comes in late for whatever reason. So when I got the text, that he was like, I'm, by you, I'm right by your car. I get down by my car. Is his car next to mine? No. Um, I see him at the gate in front of two people that work there, trying to get in the gate so they could be on time, cussing the security out. Sir, why are you cussing the security out? Why are you cussing out people at my place of business where you're in the wrong all morning and you're trying to get into their establishment and you're cussing them out, think they're going to open up the gate. They're not. So I quietly ran over to his car with all my stuff and Ari's stuff and Ari's car seat in my bag, knocked on his window, put Arya in the um, car seat lock, put her bag in there and s- s- locked the door. And I ran upstairs and I clocked in and I continued my day as if nothing was going to bother me because the truth of the matter, I'm so used to him feeling in the right of his wrongs that it's a waste of breath to be like, hey, stop acting like that or hey, uh, you're in the wrong, you need to apologize. No, you're grown. You are 38. You will be 39 in July. I'm going to need you to recognize your wrong, accept it, and do right from the moment where you see you're wrong, so I don't have to, as a thirty-year-old, say something to you, sir. You are in the wrong. Nobody told you to oversleep, so he kept on the on my way to work. Him being mad that he had to come to my job, he kept saying how he doesn't have any time to himself. So I don't have any time to myself either. And then the time that I do need to myself, you don't want to help me have that time therefore i can't help you have that time either you're gonna have to give a little bit more and that give a little bit more for you to have that time and that beauty rest you're trying to have on a saturday morning you're gonna have to pay out palaya because i pay out every saturday or and if i don't pay out i got family or friends that'll keep on you but not everybody's gonna keep a baby because that requires more attention and you know in in his neck of the woods he kind of lives in a bubble where it's just his mom as the help uh which is she's closer by me and then he has no friends that he can rely on because he really doesn't keep friends like that around he has no family here that he can rely on because well let me take that back he has family but they're not close and they don't really talk like that to be like hey can you help me with such and such on saturday but that's his decision that's his choice and it's in his house he they decide to live in a bubble and when you live in a bubble you're kind of stuck with the people around you to help you and that's it i don't live in a bubble because i know i can't do it all So I have to have people that can help me. And to anybody that's co-parenting out there. You have to have people that can help you. And by all means please do that. And the lesson here is. Budget in the things in your life. That you need to function with your children. So you can keep sane. And in his life. He has to understand that. It's not a choice of. Him paying for a sitter instead of having his mom keep Ari when I don't. He has to recognize that. He has to do that if you want your free time, if you want days to yourself, and if you want to work late into Friday night and struggle to get up inside on Saturday morning, you have to pay for a sitter. Come to the realization that this is it, okay? And this is a short update for Anchor because I'm not publishing it anywhere else. It's just going to be for Anchor to go ahead and, uh, you know, step up on your co-parenting. Co-parenting is possible as long as you're open to recognizing when you fall short and accepting that you need to fix it. Toodles! Till next episode, my guys.